Hello, it's us, again. It must probably be Christmas Eve by now. We're here, we've got the final part of our Christmas takes for you. It's still me, Rich, still got James, still got Drew. The they're takes, they're still hot. They're still hot, the takes are hot, like the chestnuts. Uh, hop in the festive sleigh with us, and let's take a ride through the sky. We can't get in the festive sleigh. You put it in the harbour. Oh, no. <laughs> you promised. You promised you wouldn't bring that up. <laughs> Your okay. bad sleigh parking skills. So, I had the pleasure earlier this week of spending some time chatting to contributors Alistair and Tom F. about our year in hobby and uh, how we felt about how it had gone, what we're excited for next year. Uh, I think this one was nice. This was quite positive. So, sit back, relax refill your festive beverage of choice and let's see what we had to say hello merry christmas happy sanguinalia merry sigmas 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 is a thing now with that sigmas i like that my name's rich and to continue our festive pod roundup i've got Tom and Alistair with me. Hello, Tom. Hello. And hello, Alistair. Hello. So, everyone had an exciting 2021. Another hobby-filled year. Games Workshop in particular just will not stop. (laughs) Um, Cannot be stopped. (laughs) And God knows the world has tried. (laughs) So, let's jump straight into some of our highlights from the year, I guess, and we'll start with uh, personal hobby highlights. What are our personal hobby highlights from the year? Tom? So this year I, uh, I, I did an unexpected pivot of the kind that sometimes you do, where I read uh, Saturnine, the, the Siege of Terror book, and thought, wouldn't it be lovely to have a whole army of Imperial Fists? And then I bought and painted an army of Imperial Fists, uh, which I wasn't expecting uh, when I started the year. But it was it was tremendous fun. Um, I'm very proud of how they look on mass, and uh, for some of them, how they look individually, at least. That's always the case with an army, right? You definitely should be proud of them. They look fantastic, having now seen them in person. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they're great. Very pleased with how bright the colour is and how much it stands out on a typically grim dark table uh, f- for people who haven't seen them, which is most of you because it's a podcast. Uh, I tried to go fairly fairly light um, and without the usual amount of weathering that a Horus Heresy army or that people often apply to Horus Heresy armies. Um, so I think they're, they're surprisingly yeah, surprisingly bright, and I think that's turned out really well. Um, definitely hoping to add some more to them into the next year. And you've added some, um, some pretty significant centerpiece models to that army as well, right? Yes, yeah. So I've got uh, I've got a Kaistus assault ram, which is a kind of it, it, now a discontinued model, but uh, was one of my favourite flyers when it was around. So I paid a uh an undisclosed amount on ebay <laughs> to pick one up and uh really enjoyed painting that and now it's 
uh, a fun fun centerpiece of the kind that a lot of people don't have. Um, and I'm definitely hoping to get uh, to get Dawn either for Christmas or at some point in the new year as a treat for myself. I'd really round that army out at the end, just stick a Primarch at the front. Yeah. Would you do do him with yellow armor as well, or would you go for the gold? I I don't know. I think I want to stick to the gold, but uh, as in the, like the, the cannon gold, even though that's not the same color as what everybody else in his army wears. <laughs> but part of the reason I got some, so I bought a squad of custodies. Part of the reason for that was to test out gold color schemes and to try and end up with something similarly bright. I think it's surprisingly hard to make properly bright metal, and I want a nice bright gold that goes with the bright yellow. Yeah, some fun experiments ahead then. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Any other notable highlights? We don't have to stick to one. We're not uh, not shaking you down for your one highlight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, I painted uh, a fair amount of soul blight in quite a short time, in time for a... Uh, a couple of events that was that was nice uh but yeah most of this year i've done like odd little projects rather than anything anything significant sometimes it's nice just to kind of pick something up paint it pop it on the shelf nice little individual project not everything has to be a huge huge undertaking right yes you can you can do them by by squads rather than by armies yeah, absolutely. How about you, Alistair? What have you been up to this year? What's your top hobby achievement? Well, similarly, I've ended up painting a whole bunch of different things. I started out the year by many, making a big list of um, objectives for the year, um, to paint more models than I'd painted before, and to get a working list for a couple of the armies and systems I play. And I've achieved almost none of those things, but... <laughs> I did finish off my uh, Legio Magna Maniple for Titanicus, which was great. And I have painted the more models this year than I've ever painted before, which is 136 so far, and hopefully going to be some more of my Christmas holiday. So that's pretty good. Dang. That's a, that's a good amount, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot for me. More than one every three days, right? That When you put it like that, that seems like a lot. Yeah, and those titans are excellent. They're fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Well, that's I think is my overall highlight of the year was how nicely my warlord titan came out. I paint mine in an old scheme, the old original scheme for Magna for Adeptus Titanicus when it came out in '88 was this wild, um, seriously cheap lep- uh, tiger print, um, not flames like they have nowadays. So I saw that after looking around and actually I saw some work that other people had done based on that scheme before and sort of I just took that so my my Magna Titans are all in tiger stripes but I changed the base coats from black to to white um, and then painted up from the white rather than trying to highlight up to yellow which I did originally um, onto black which looked, still looked good but didn't get as bright as the new ones do but my new ones are like seriously eye-catching and they, they're super fun. So yeah, that's my... The Warlord is like, yeah, amazing. Crowning joke, glory for the year, I think. Yeah, I mean, you spent several weeks, months just <laughs> posting, still working on this. 
it was definitely a case of took me a couple of months. I didn't work it on it all in one go. I definitely I built the frame and finished most of that, and then I base coated the plates but didn't stripe them for another couple of weeks. But once I really got stuck in, it still took me forever because Titans, when you're doing bright colors, then you've got to paint all the trim separately, and then you've got to wash all the trim separately, and then you've got to do all the detailing, and there's a lot of detailing on them because they're incredible models. So it really took me a while, but I think it was worth it. Definitely. Definitely. Back you up on that one. They're fantastic. Thanks. And what about yourself, Rich? What's What would you feel is your highlight this year? You know... <laughs> I'm not sure. I've painted a little bit of a few different things this year. I haven't painted as much as I have some years, especially last year when there was very little to do other than paint. I think my favourite achievement for this year is finishing the first 2,000 points of my Lumineth army, so Teclis and, and his pals. They're an army where the previous couple of Age of Sigmar armies I've done have been Nighthorn, which have been very dry brush focused and some ogres which i guess i did just kind of like classic citadel method they look good i like them but um they don't jump out on the tabletop i guess so yeah i decided to start lumineth yeah. army and they're all lurid pink under kind of underlit with a, a blue gray to try and add some shading then lots of bright gold and bluey silver and then super bright leafy bases and yeah, I'm really happy with how they look on the table. I've taken them to a couple of events and plonked them down. And yeah, they stand out. I'm I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do think they look excellent, particularly with the 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 thick, colourful grass around their feet. It really does highlight an almost fey approach to elves in the Age of Sigma. A kind of nice combination of natural and very very arch and powerful and impressive i really like them too um i really love your bases uh and i realize how bad like how bad it sounds to be like oh yes your models are amazing the bases are truly great <laughs> <laughs> um but they are like really nicely done um i would like to put that many tufts on the bases just because it looks so good when it's done and like it's done well like you've done it but really you've nailed the look of your painting as well like pink is really hard to do so it looks nice, but you've found really good contrasting colors and managed to make it look clean. Yeah, they look great. I really like them. Thank you both. I really appreciate it. Those bases are, yeah, tuft heavy, as you implied. But yeah, they're, they're fun. I like the effect. I think a goal, a future goal for the army might be to work out how to replicate them without bankrupting myself buying tufts. But um, I guess... Probably that way lies bankrupting myself by buying static graphs applicators and things instead. So maybe there's not much to be gained. I just stop buying the tufts in bulk from Germany. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. I don't. I don't know where they come from, but maybe some supplier investigations in order. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered astroturf? <laughs> <laughs> just get a roll, cut out some circles, bit of dry brushing. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think far and away that's that's definitely my hobby highlight of the year though, producing the army. I'm really, really happy with it. And um it seems like I've kind of started to get used to playing with it just in time for a load of other stuff to be more powerful than I am. So 
<laughs> you know, I don't have to feel guilty about playing it anymore. Maybe I'm not very good with it anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> right. Speaking of playing games, hopefully we haven't just been painting and hobbying this year. We've been to some events as well or played some games. So we thought we would talk about our event highlights or gaming highlights. Let's say it doesn't have to be an event. So I'll start with you this time, Alistair. Do you have any gaming highlights? Sadly, I don't have that many gaming highlights. I've only played two or three games total. I think all of them were Malifaux, actually. Oh, no, wait. I did play some Underworlds as well at some point. But unfortunately, just hasn't. we just haven't managed to get back to gaming continuously. My local game store definitely has sort of started re opening up for players and people have been playing again, but I've been being a bit cautious, um, just mm. not being sure where everything lies and not sure exactly where everyone is. And people have also been, my opponents haven't been around for some of the games which I play, so it's been difficult. Um, but uh, another event which I have enjoyed a lot is our Community Secret Santa, just ah. now at the end of the year. And while oh, yes. the, in the last pod we talk, chatted about the Secret Santa actually already, so I won't go into it too much, but I've just super enjoyed the vibes making a miniature for someone in our community who I hope will appreciate it. I've had a huge amount of fun making it, and it's been lots of fun seeing what everyone else has been getting or have been, well, the incredible creations which people have made. It's been super fun. I've got no idea what anyone has made. I know that there's been <laughs> guesses backwards and forwards as to who has painted or made what, and I've got absolutely no clue, which is fun also. I just like, oh, someone in the community has made this incredible thing. I wonder who that could be. Yeah. The guessing's like a big part of the fun, right? I guess since it was talked about on the last pod, um, you know, like more stuff has started arriving and we're getting pictures in our unboxing thread of what people have received. And yeah, the the standard is just sort of universally amazing. Some people have bought really thoughtful gifts. Some people have painted or converted some really thoughtful things. Just blown away by the standard on show, really. I'm, I was really enjoying the, uh, the response to the thing I made. Um, I thought that was I'm it's it's just really nice to see people being enthusiastic about the thing you made for them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. I hadn't guessed that one of them was from you. So <laughs> now you've given now you've given ah, me a hint. A clue. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Excellent. How about you, Tom? Have you got a gaming event or a kind of community event that you looking back on fondly this year? I really loved playing Horus Heresy at uh, at the meetup at the meetup in Bathgate. Uh, it's been uh, it's it reminded me how much I really love not just playing Warhammer in general, but the uh, the old 40k rule set um, <laughs> that Horus Heresy is based off. Um, I I won't. I I am a bit of a I I'm a defender of that. I, I'll freely admit that there's a lot of weird or bad things about it but i i do enjoy it very much yeah it was great great to meet people it's not that often that the thing you have just finished or want to put on the table is also the thing that everybody else wants to play so it's really 
fun yeah, to sure. have that kind of confluence of enthusiasm and uh, get to do a bunch of different things with the the army that I just finished, which was which was great. Yeah, it was really uh, really fun. Shout out to Pete from previous pods for kind of organizing some of us together to to play that Horus Heresy yes. as well. That was really really good impetus to finish a couple of things and actually haul that army all the way up to Scotland. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Do you think you'll seek out some maybe like more organized heresy events or is it going to stick as a kind of thing you play with friends when it's organized? I I don't know. I definitely want to definitely want to do a narrative thing. I think if they do a, a narrative heresy at Warhammer World, I would definitely be down for that. Um, I I don't know about organized, like competitive stuff. Maybe I was, I was half decent at old 40 K in a competitive sense. Um, so it might be fun to get back to that, but also (laughs) that's the place that heresy is the biggest difference from old 40 K. So perhaps I would be learning all those skills from scratch. (laughs) It's like recapturing some faded glory. (laughs) <laughs> tournament winning days yeah, exactly exactly i've never been good at a game so <laughs> i can't empathize i'm afraid <laughs> i mean ultimately that's the reason why i defend old 40k is i was pretty good at it um... <laughs> oh hidden motives <laughs> well it's totally reasonable <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i've got I've got a reason to try and persuade more people to play it Absolutely. And what about yourself? What would you think was your your favourite event? I have managed to actually go to some gaming events this year, which is nice. It was great to get back to some. I think probably my favourite of the year was Whitney Warhammer, um, appropriately located in Whitney in Oxfordshire, which you also came to, yes. Tom. Yes. Yeah, that was fantastic. Really, really good. Um it was the first narrative event I've been to, so that was amazing. It was a really amazing location. There were only, I think, 20, 25 players and then a couple of organisers, and everyone just went all out on having a fun, collaborative experience, yeah. which is really different to other stuff I've been to. Other stuff, everyone's there to have fun, and it is generally a good atmosphere, but when everyone's there to tell a story together... That was a real eye opener yes. for me. Yeah. So I think that was that was my gaming highlight of the year. We have talked about that on a pod before as well, a few episodes ago. So I won't dwell on it too much. Um, other than that, I've managed to do a London GT team tournament with some other people from the role models community. Again, yourself included, Tom. Yes. Yeah. That was good yeah really really fun um <laughs> we did very badly <laughs> uh, yeah we we uh we were we were not pop- last i think no but only because we were propped up by the other role models team <laughs> so um i i won one game which was more than i was expecting to so i'm i'm very pleased with that yeah and was more than me i think so <laughs> Maybe I won. I can't remember. I certainly didn't help if I did. 
and then just this last weekend i've managed to get to blackout in cardiff run by chris tomlin who always puts on a great event and that has been postponed since like august 2020 i think so been really looking forward to that um yeah despite some players dropping because of the number of times it's been reorganized or because of kind of potentially impending restrictions again there were still 40 48 players i think 48 50 players and it was again really nice experience everyone was just happy to be there playing warhammer a fantastic event so i'm hoping that next year we can get some more <laughs> but um we'll see at the moment yes yeah god willing yeah let's Indeed. hope fingers crossed one day maybe we'll get you across gaming <laughs> as well as or we'll all come to come to you ah well <laughs> big holiday <laughs> rumbo 24 in south africa yeah <laughs> look the flights are not that expensive and accommodation here is quite cheap because our currency is very weak <laughs> Which is great, but music, yeah. music to my ears. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I do have family up in the UK who I haven't seen in many, many years now. So maybe, yeah, a, yeah, a visit excuse, excuse to reopen connections with them. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm definitely coming here to visit you, friendly family. That just happens <laughs> to line up with a whole bunch of community events in this community I'm in, unrelated, completely, incidentally. I'm only seeing you for one day. <laughs> Incredible coincidence, really. Yes. No one could have foreseen. How about then your favourite hobby releases from this year? Lord knows we've had a lot from Games Workshop, but it absolutely does not have to be a Games Workshop release. Um, many other companies putting out some really nice rule sets and miniatures this year as well. So, anyone got a favorite thing from this year favorite release that they've picked up or are excited to pick up or put on your christmas list hopefully i think my favorite thing was the soul blight release there's just so many good kits in that release it's it's the 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 dream of what you could want for your old army with new new skeletons and zombies uh new blood knights some of my genuinely some of my favorite models of of all time those new blood knights um i i painted up five and they look fantastic and yeah maybe get some more kind of tempted to get some more they might be cheap because they're in the battle box oh. get some on ebay or something oh that's a thought they're they're such a nice kit those blood knights i'd completely forgotten that the soul blight release was this year of course it was but <laughs> 2021 has been <laughs> Almost as been long. About four years long. Yeah, but as twenty twenty was. So about nine yeah. Only nine hundred thousand years. <laughs> and Games Workshop has certainly helped in making it feel longer by releasing a huge amount of things almost every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta work hard for the pocket money to afford all the things you want. Oh, how about you, Alistair? Well, there's just been so many things. I was looking back over the year just to try to work out what was my favorite thing because there have been so many things. And there was Bellacore was this year, which is incredible new Bellacore. I mean, his old model was so old and weird, um, but his new model is just so beautiful. 
more recently, there's been the Tarantulas Brood, which have been some truly excellent Chaos Scribbly weirdos. I very much like them. Yeah, there's, they're deeply strange. There's the Crondies and Kara's Eye Kit, which is just amazing. A big dragon I've been really hoping for from Warhammer for a while. And while tragically it was not a Chaos Dragon for me, bring back Galarak Games Workshop, please. It's, he was so cool. It can be if you... If you believe and put some spikes on it, possibly. <laughs> but any dragon, any dragon is a chaos dragon, given enough time and <laughs> varanite. So it's true. I thought you were going to say any dragon is a chaos dragon in the same way as like all cats are chaos cats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that too. That's sure. incredible. Despite all those things, I think my favorite release is actually the Warmaster Iconoclast for Titanicus because. Truly, it's a uh, Warhammer thing. And not only is your the biggest robot in this game, it's the biggest robot in this game, and it has a sword to hit things with. I mean, <laughs> it's just stupid and so Warhammer. It's just great. It's huge and chunky, and man, I'm so looking forward to painting mine. Oh, do you have one? I have one, yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing that with some tiger stripes on it. Then. Yeah, well, I haven't started because the Warlord took me so long that I'm just uh, taking a little bit of a psychological breather, but I'm going to get back to that. Nice. nice. It's high up my list as well, the um, the Iconoclast. Mm. I always thought I'd want the, the original Warmaster. And when I said, oh, there will be a melee variant, in my brain, I was a bit like, uh, no, I want the big guns. And then when it came out, I was like, oh, that that would look good in red with some hazard stripes all over it. Put hazard stripes down that big sword because it's dangerous. Oof. Yeah. Man, it was actually so good. You were fire wasps, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Italy during that. Yes. Yeah. yes. That would be such um, a yeah, beautiful. Maybe, maybe that's a New Year project. Not yet. But I think. My actual favourite from this year. And again, I did some reading back. I'm sure I've forgotten things. I'd forgotten Bellacore. You just mentioned Bellacore. That's a great individual kit. Um, I think, though, I will award my prize to the Black Templars refresh as a range. Because it's amazing. Black Templars, to me, are a bit like, a bit like you just said, like Earl Warhammer. They are space marines to the max, to the sort of crazy, um, like puritanical maybe is the right word. Like they're the zealots, the real zealots among a category of zealots. And they've had such a glow up. That new Primaris Crusader squad is great. It's great to see that it's not just intercessors with some some robes on. It's like they've got all the the candles and the accoutrement and they've still got the, the neophytes as well. And yeah, I just think they've they've really really nailed it. The Empress Champion was one of the, not, if not one of the first models I bought as a kid, it was one of the models I remember having as a kid and thinking it was just incredible. And not having a Black Templar's army or anything, I never really engaged with it like that. But having that model and it just being like one of my favourite things that I owned, so I feel quite passionate about the Black Templars, <laughs> despite um, <laughs> despite not actually having an army of them ever although i must admit i did buy that army box 
So yeah. I'm going to paint up that at least Ooh. at some point. Just a little army box as a treat. Yeah, you know, how she do. <laughs> I resist the urge to pick up the Black Templars. Uh, not because I don't really, really like them. I don't think I need another project at this point, but they came in out of nowhere and jumped to the top of my list of what could I do next. Uh, so it's possible that whenever the next podcast we record is, I'll be there going. So <laughs> I wasn't going to do Black Templars, but... January sale. Yeah. Dangerous yeah, time. Exactly. I have a fledgling Space Marine army of Tome Keepers, the sort of white dwarf chapter, and I've subscribed to Imperium to keep me steadily supplied with some stuff to add to that. And yeah, now I've got these Black Templars sitting there as well. Every time something arrives, I have to look at it and go, does this go in the Tome Keepers pile or the Black Templars pile? <laughs> this is not a particularly traumatic problem to have. I did consider picking up the the Christmas box that was Space Marines and splitting those between my existing Space Marine army and some potential Black Templars. But then I fought the phrase existing Space Marine army enough times in a row and decided uh, <laughs> decided that maybe I didn't need an eighth Space Marine army. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I need a third. I was also considering a second Horus Heresy project and... I've decided that I'll put that on the back burner for now because I, you know, I I could do with playing with the one that I've just finished more. But yeah, you know, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist the Black Templars. The art, the, just that piece of John Blanche art is emblazoned on my mind forever as show someone a picture that describes Warhammer. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think they're even if not for me personally. I just think that's a that's a great release that people have been crying out for, and they did it really, really well. Apart from when they refused to confirm whether or not that one guy was Primaris. <laughs> <laughs> but who actually cares? It's just such a cool model. I suppose it would be good opportunity now in December to look towards the future as well. To think about what maybe our hobby or gaming plans are for next year, or the next few months at least, and... Obviously, being war gamers, we're incredible hobby butterflies, so <laughs> don't feel that I'm going to tie you into any kind of contract on this. I don't know. It might be interesting. It might be interesting to come back to this at the end of the year and be like, <laughs> so what did you say you were going to do? Right. And what did you end up doing? Well, <laughs> <laughs> whoever stays closest to what they promised on the pod gets a prize. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, what do you think your plans might be? Do you have plans currently, or are there things that you think might pique your interest? I, I have a I have a pretty solid plan so far. Um, I I want to stay the course and not get anything new. That's mm. the one that I'm going to be looking back on in a year and laughing at myself. Um, <laughs> I I wanna uh, wanna work on my Seraphon still because uh, I've not touched them in a while and they're turning out to be quite fun to paint. Uh, and I've got a little bit of unpainted Imperial Fists to work on, and that uh, maybe there will be opportunity to get more heresy stuff as the year goes on. Yeah, it seems feasible. And also, my uh, my local game store is looking at doing a Necromunda campaign at the start of next year, so 
God willing and the case rate don't rise, it might be possible to get a nice big long Necromunda campaign. I played like one game of that last week and just absolutely immediately loved it. I loved how uh, how irresistible it is to see the narrative in whatever's happening. So I have I have had some Orlocks on my painting shelf for uh, since last year. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to break those out and work on those. I think that's probably going to be the first thing I do next year. Fantastic! That sounds like a pretty well formed set of ideas, actually. Let's let's see how long it lasts. Yeah, I mean, you know, asterisk subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Alistair? Oh, I've got quite a few projects ongoing, given that I haven't finished any of them. Even my <laughs> Legio Magna, as I said, now has a gigantic iconoclast to paint, which is definitely something which I'd like to get done. It's just, it's just one model. Sure, <laughs> that's and technically as, as correct. Sadness, you've painted, you've painted like one model every two and a half days. So, what I'm saying is in four weeks time <laughs> yeah hmm. <laughs> something like that but apart from that i also have some towel which i started painting i got the battle force last christmas time and i painted actually some of them during this year and i'd quite like to paint some more of them because they're fun and i've always liked tau very much and maybe get them up to 2k and they have a new codex coming so i might even learn how to play 40k I have never yeah. played 40k properly, okay. knowing the rules and stuff, so that was the thing I'd like to do. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, get an army up to 2k, learn the game. Yeah, and, and who knows, Tom might even be good now, which would completely wreck my <laughs> like general theme of only playing really terrible armies in Warhammer. It's such a pain when your army gets an update and makes them good. Yeah. Yeah, just feel that moral high ground slipping away from underneath your feet. <laughs> Luckily, I'll always have beats of chaos, so I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is um, firm as stone, I think, that moral high ground. So, <laughs> for now at least. Um, God, it's going to be weird in two years' time when we're all talking about the meta beasts of chaos list, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> no one even believes it could happen. Cygors have been out of stock for months. <laughs> yeah, just Ungors. Can't get enough of Ungor spam. Oh, please, no. I painted 20 of them this year alone. <laughs> <laughs> just just another 100 to go. Yeah. Sounds like a good, coherent plan still, though. Finish off existing projects. Get some games, learn a game system. Yeah. How hard can 40k be, really? I hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't, I really enjoyed painting the models, and I do just enjoy just having them as a hobby-like thing. So I'm completely oh, happy either way if I just like it. safe, then. And yeah, I just have some really cool like mecha people. Yeah, can't go wrong. What about yourself? So I've been working on a Maggotkin of Nurgle army recently, who at time of recording are also imminently due a book, which I pre-ordered. So yeah, I think my goals for next year are play some games with them, mainly. <laughs> finish off the couple of bits I've got left to finish for them. Um, and I think I might 
engage with GW's kind of new style armies on parade framework that they advertised a couple of weeks ago. So I think starting in January or February, they're doing like a new year, new army event, And then they've got something every couple of months until armies on parade next October, November kind of time. So I think the maggot Kim might be my go-to for that. And I'll just maybe develop them. They're not an army that you need a huge amount of models for, and I think I've probably painted most of them at this point, so maybe I'll get distracted and paint some paint some Black Templars or Tome Keepers or something, but they've definitely got my focus for now. Other than that, I've got a pile of stuff to paint for my Luminets still, so that's probably the other major task. Finish them off so I've got some more well-rounded options that aren't just spears and bows. I'd like to add some horses of various types. Cavalry are one of the things that I, I won't say don't enjoy painting, but I, I really like to finish things and that keeps me motivated and having to paint a whole horse as well as a, an elf sat in a really awkward position <laughs> fills me with dread. So we'll see how that goes. And that's, that's the plan. So we'll all meet up in a year and see how badly we did at all of those. <laughs> yep. I'll have not touched elves or Nurgle. I'll have done like a, well, don't even know, like a Skitari army or something. <laughs> <laughs> and and then sold them and bought them back again. Yeah, well, it's becoming a running joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm te- teetering at the edge of going all in on a new army that Games Workshop brings out. There yeah. are a couple of serious, like a lot, like emergencies that could happen. Silent people, if they if they ever exist and if they're bugs, I'm in big trouble. Yeah, whole new factions are an exciting prospect, right? The the break glass in case of armies. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> Maybe Nighthaunt will get a new book and I'll drop everything and go back to power gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I can't I can't possibly talk about plans for next year without mentioning trogs bought some trogs at our meetup yes and then for secret santa someone had spotted me do this and um sent me an absolutely fantastic kit bashed converted hand sculpted uh trog boss to go with them so absolutely looking forward to painting him up and then painting some trogs to go with him so there we go that's another army project just appearing, coalescing out of <laughs> one moment of uh, poor impulse control and a lot of effort on someone else's part. So with that, we'll say thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Alistair. Thanks and happy holidaymas, everyone. Yeah, happy holidaymas. Happy holidaymas to all... And to all a good end day. <laughs> I'm sticking with Mary Sigmus. I'm going to make it a thing. Wow. Thanks, me from the past. Those were more lovely takes. Beautiful. I love takes in all their forms. Absolutely love listening to my own voice. So... What a treat all round. Um, yeah, like I said in the introduction, I think that was 
pretty positive. I think the three of us all felt pretty good about some things we produced this year, some events we've been to. Yeah, it's always nice to talk to Tom and Alistair. No complaints from me. Drew, in true Santa Claus fashion, you've been pulling double duty this Christmas, and you've talked to even more contributors about how they felt about the year. So I have. Who, who have you been chatting to? Yes. Um, so I also sat down with Rouge and JD, uh, who are both pod contributors, who you should recognise. And uh, yeah, we went through how they'd been finding their year. And um, I think from them again, it was a good selection of things. It's JD and Rouge. Good evening, JD and Hello. Rouge. Good evening. We're the responsible podders. I've already recorded all my thoughts, so this evening it's just going to be uh, you two oh, getting to express your your ideas. Lovely stuff. Well, based on that, then we're having a bit of a roundup of things things as the years gone by. So, mm. if we want to start with you, JD, do you have a particular hobby highlight of the year? This is quite a hard one because. On the one hand, I'm very proud of myself for painting a thousand points of Stormcast in a week before um, we went to the event in Scotland. But also, I think just in terms of like the thing I've done in hobby that I'm the the, ha- the happiest with, it's definitely my Deathcore from Kill Team. To the extent that I, I was so happy with them that I thought, yes, this is not this is my 40k army now. So that's that's New Year plan, I think. Yeah, well, that's getting ahead, getting ahead of the questions, even. So, uh, s- <laughs> spoiler for for what your plans might be. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the kill team boxes are quite nice sections, aren't they? Of uh, of a faction, I certainly got the commando half uh, for my forty k orcs. Um, yeah, they're nice little, nice little extra packages to stick onto your force. Yeah, I just it was <clears throat> nice to get some plastic death car for starters. But also, just they were just so fun to paint. Even though, like, I, I deliberately chose quite a muted and sort of depressing color scheme for them, so they're all sort of grey and like muddy. But it was just such great fun to actually paint that. That I, yeah, I, I just I think that's the the thing I'm the happiest with, and I managed to do a bit of um, OSL for the first time ever. Nice. So the sergeant's plasma pistol is like glowing onto the side of his helmet at his arm. I was really pleased with that, yeah. How did you find the OSL? Yeah. It was all right. I, I did a simple version of OSL. I just did dry brushing. And that works. So I just got like the mid the, the mid highlight for the plasma coils, which is like, I think, Baharoth blue. And I just sort of lightly tickled it over like his helmet and just edges. Little, little yeah, dusting of it. Nice. It's always nice to have a bit of a highlight. And it's on the sergeant, did you say, as well? So a bit of a sort of centerpiece model for kill team, certainly. Yeah, exactly. It makes him stand out a little bit more. Rouge, how do you feel your year's gone on the hobby front? Uh, I don't know. I think it came in like drips and drabs. I don't think I've done too much at the end of the year. Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess my highlight, I've got probably two. I mean, highlight one is, I guess, finishing the cultists. That felt good um, to get the big mob all done. And then probably favourite model that I've done this year was 
I think the Master of Executions, just because I like the way, instead of uh, giving him a, a skin um, kilt or whatever he's got, I painted it up as like he just nicked a load of banners off Space Marines and Adnek and stuff. And he's got a really horrible rusty axe, and I think it's the best rusty axe thing I've painted all year. Yeah. yeah, I think that kind of banner look is quite a cool one. I mean, there's even a relic, isn't there, for uh, Chaos Marines, which is just a cloak to- of torn torn banners of other people. So There might be, in which case I unintentionally did that on purpose. <laughs> it's certainly something I'd considered for <laughs> my Chaos Lord as well, as a, just a, you know, yeah, I can mm. say, it's a cool look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh- I was really impressed with that just as an idea, but then also the execution of it was just it, really It's nice. mainly down to uh, those really thin bits of masking tape you can get from like modeling places that, you know, RC plane people use to do all their things. Just so all the straight lines were done with that, really. And then just a bit of, bit of glazing. And then just covered it with a load of mud effects. Bonus so. hobby tip there as well. So, Yeah, there you go. Staying with you then, Rouge. Cool. Y- you mentioned going to Scotland mm. with the role models community, but what was your sort of game or event highlight so, of yeah, the year? I mean, event event highlight just be the whole of the whole of the Rumro Scotland uh, visit to Bathgate. But I suppose the game highlight will be uh, Aside from every game that my colleagues touched the board on and didn't get wiped off in turn one, which was all of them, love to get tired of traitors off every game, was the <laughs> game I had against uh, James alone of TPP fame, uh, his Admech, where he he did quite well. He shot 26 out of 30 colleagues off the board in turn one, uh, but then they all came back in turn two, halfway up the board, uh, captured an objective, did a 12-inch charge right into his um, that stupid unit of Admech they all have that do the mortal wounds. The, their normal troops, whatever they are. The ones everyone hates. Straight into them. And then, you know, spend the rest of the game annoying them in combat. <laughs> Cultists are great. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever fought Admech, so... I've not had to experience. I hadn't before that. It was it was pretty it was pretty brutal, um, especially as he also did a Terax pattern assault drill right on the board edge that did a ten inch charge and pretty much one shot my warp smith and then my hellbrute. Great times. Yeah, great times. <laughs> JD, how did you find the year for games and events? I mean, obviously a lot of it's been online, so. Uh... Yeah, that's the. It's been such a. It felt like such a long year that um, I forgot that over the course of a few months uh, in our community, we had uh, three of three or four tabletop simulator Age of Sigma tournaments. Completely forgot about that until just now, and that was good fun. Um, my first ever games of competitive Age of Sigma. That was good. Got absolutely bodied in every single one. Um, but I think honestly, the highlight, as I think the highlight for a number of our contributors is, was, was definitely going to Bathgate and getting to see everybody, meet some people, um, for the first time and see some people I've not seen in years. Um, and introducing a, a bunch of people to Kill Team, which was not how, what I initially planned for the weekend. I actually wanted to play a lot more AOS. 
Um, but I just ended up sort of introducing a lot of people to Kill Team because every time I played a game with Kill, of Kill Team with somebody, someone would be walking past and go, oh, can you take, can you show me how to play that? Um, yeah, I ran out of time, but, but I, was, then, it was, I brilliant. was definitely in the queue for some of that if I'd had time, for sure. Yeah, it was, it was so good, though. Like, it was great fun. Um, and I got in a great game with um, Axolotl Questions, um, Gene Steeler Cults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was great fun. That was one of those great. That was one of those great games where, all the way until the last turn, it felt like it could go either way. Um, and he, yeah, um, he very generously brought a load of terrain to the venue, um, like cardstock, uh, crates and buildings. Yeah, there was and some stuff. classic Necromunda um, stuff in it. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was so good just to get in amongst all of that and have my little death core running about with Gene Steelers. Yeah, good fun. Really good fun. So yeah, I think honestly that just teaching people play Kill Team at the event was great fun. Really was the highlight, I think. For oh, me. bonus bonus shout out as well. Another highlight, if no one else mentioned it, the law, the law for the uh, for Bath for Bathgate <laughs> for Bathgeddon has to be someone has to acknowledge that. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, it was great fun. I'm, I'm I'm quite happy that I was given the final yeah the final sign casting shout on what happened to the world of Bathgate after we all departed. We'll have to find a black library author to take pity on us and uh, <laughs> re- <laughs> narrate narrate the final uh, the final outcome. Missed the uh, black library submission for the year. Oh, I think. Oh yeah, you? next year. Next year. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so. This is, certainly when I was thinking about this, quite a hard one to sort of address. Um, I don't know if it was easier for you, maybe a bit better focus, maybe for JD as well, because he particularly talked about his uh, death call. But of this year's releases, if you can remember them, um, what was your favourite? I don't know who wants to go first. I can... That's really hard. <laughs> I don't mind. I can, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, I couldn't even pick a favorite because I started looking at all of these Sunday previews and I realized that GW have had a ridiculous, a ridiculous year of stuff. Um, I mean, I started making a list and the list is, is, I mean, the, the things that I wrote down that are just this year, not including anything that I forgot or didn't have time to just go through the rest of the things, is the yeah, Necromunda Sylvanian Families Market playset, um, the Beefcake Amazonian Goddesses from Red Harvest, the Bomb Squig, Morgan Val, loads of AOS stuff. It was like Olga Clovenhorn. I think Big Fat Slanish Guy on a Chariot was that this year? Feels like I was this year. I can't believe that was this year. All, Cruel Boys, all the stinky Cruel Boys stuff. Uh, Big Daddy Stormcast Man, a whole bunch of that Gravelord stuff that came out, the big, um, the two-part model with the wings crawling over the rock, and then there's, uh, Vampire Granny on a Wolf, all of those. Um, a whole bunch of the Necromunda stuff's been really good this year, like the new, the big, uh, all-up guys with the huge metal hands, um, that, I mean, it's not out yet, but the Vansar Spider Robot Man. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and then there was loads of Warcry stuff as well. Like, Big Crab was this year. Oh, it's just been a stupid, I can't pick. And that doesn't even include anything cool that came for Aeronautica or Blood Bowl or anything else I didn't get around to looking at. Well done, GW. I can't pick. It was all too good. 
I should have recorded this one first because you've given me a much more comprehensive overview of uh, what came out this year than my failing memories managed. Um, can't uh, believe vampires were this year. Yeah, I know. There was loads of stuff. I was looking. I was like, there's too much stuff. I don't know what they're going to do next year. But it bodes well. If we got this this year, fingers crossed for next year. Elves. Space elves, isn't it? From the... Uh, yeah, space elves. Advert calendar. Um, naughty heresy men. Should yes. be good. So, JD, is it your kill team, would you say, was the release of the year for you? Or does something else stand out? I thought about that. Um, I was actually thinking about this last night when I was thinking about what I was going to say. Um, and I've just decided because, again, it, it's, this has been a very long year, it feels like. And I forgot until last night that the um, all the new Slanesh Mortal stuff came out at the start yeah, of the year. Yeah, it was crazy. And for, uh, I think I, I, I thought about Kill Team and I thought about Dominion as well. But honestly, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the Slanesh Mortal stuff. Like, the, mostly because they brought back my favourite Old World character in, in new Pog form. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, yeah. I, yeah I, was, um, I forgot. How can I forget Sigvald came out this year? I feel like everything came out this year. Yeah, Slanesh is my first love for AOS, really. So, like, mm. yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with that That's and, a top and show. say the Slanesh Mortal stuff. Like the yeah the Myrmidesh Painbringers the cool guys with the masks yeah. and stuff and yeah and then obviously big lad big big Glutos yeah just all that stuff was just great and I love Sigvald I think Sigvald's my favourite the um, model of the year the release stream the preview stream and the like bits and pieces of like a uh, law they released for him at the time were incredible people were going absolutely wild for that beautiful man As I was I was yeah. one of them. <laughs> He has got lovely, lovely hair, of course, which is the uh, the yeah. classic sign that you're going to fall to Slanesh. I keep, so. yeah, I keep trying to think of a way I can convert him to something Chaos Space Marine for my Emperor's children, but everyone's like, oh, do a full grim, do a full grim. But I'm hoping that all my angry emails will get answered at some point, and I won't have to do that. You could do what I do, which is you kitbash stuff and then GW release a yeah, uh, new that's version. That's, that's my method for... Manifesting into existence. Yeah through (laughs) terrible terrible timing (laughs) well if we're going to talk about plans for next year i feel we should go back to jd then because he teased at the very start what at least one of his plans for next year so what are you thinking jd yeah i got got very excited when i was talking earlier about deathcore um Yeah, I think that's going to be my... And I've, I've got some Stormcast stuff still to finish, so I've got about a 1,000 points of the new Stormcast fully painted. Um, and I'd like to get that up to 2,000, if not a little bit more, because I think I'm in line for a Star Drake and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'd like to get that done. But um, <clears throat> I think my, my big sort of new project is going to be Deathcore, like expanding that out into a full army. I've already picked up some more of the kill team death core, um, to make up infantry squads and veteran squads. Um, I'm looking at, I keep wistfully looking at Forge World and looking at the big expensive, um, artillery pieces mm-hmm. because I'm not, you Get know, pay to win goodness. It's every, I mean, everyone, you know, it's, it's a subjective thing, but I do think that 
the Earthshaker cannons cool. and stuff look much cooler when they're on little wheels and fixed in position yeah. rather than on a Chimera chassis. So yeah, I don't, I don't want to have any self-propelled artillery. I want any artillery I get to be the real grim, the yeah, big yeah, carriage yeah. guns, horrible, muddy, grim. Dude. Yeah, I want to lean fully yeah, into the yeah, whole yeah. the trench fighter thing. Um, so I think that's going to be my my sort of big new fancy project. I think for next year, um, and then I want to finish my Slanesh at some point because I've got so much Slanesh stuff to do. Um, I need to finish Sigvald. Okay, it'll be over a year since he came out, and I still haven't finished him. Um, but yeah, and also just a brief one as well. Um, mentioned earlier Black Library submissions, and I think I'm going to start looking into that. I've got a couple of ideas nice. that I want to lean into. Like I've got particularly um, if they do another, if they if they put a call out for more of the horror short stories, I've got an idea that I really like and that I want to sort of like start workshopping a little bit. Cool. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I think it's certainly something that probably benefits from thinking about it for more time. Um, I think I did a submission a couple of years ago, but it was very much a last minute shit. This thing is right to finish kind of kind of project and the uh yeah the idea of actually spending expecting it to come up to some degree and uh doing a bit of prep work uh does sound like a sort of the sensible way of doing it so rouge do you have a uh, more cultists lined uh, up or what well, are you going funnily to? enough funnily enough embarrassingly there are i don't know 20 something undercoated cultists sitting on a shelf already taunting me um for next year and i've left hopefully left just enough room for the rumor mill if it comes true if we get uh if we get extra cultists next year um so that's already on the card and then i, st- I have a whole bunch of stuff for chaos space marines that i didn't paint this year because i'm very slow so next year i want to be uh much more productive because i on my my pile of shame i have to i have to paint most of the um, start collecting box, uh, the one that had the Venom Crawler and the Greater Possessed Guy, I have... Uh, people got me a whole bunch of stuff for Christmas. I've got, like, uh, Havocs to paint. I've got um, Raptors to paint. Um, and then we're getting the new Warpsmith next year. So I also need to pull my finger out and do the Hellbrutes, the other Hellbrutes and the Venom Crawlers and the Disco Lord so that I can run that very stupid... Three Hellbrutes, three Venom Crawlers, a Disco Lord, and some Warpsmiths uh, list with some <laughs> crap troops thrown in for for fun. Um, it's just the Max Gribble list. Yeah, yeah the Ma- just Max stupid monsters running up the table and finding out they don't have a, uh, an invulnerable save, so they're just going to die instantly. Um, <laughs> but hey, uh, yeah, and then oh yeah, and then actually, hopefully, also get some more games, get some more games in. IRL with nice people if the uh, uh, you know if grandfather's blessings could uh, recede a little bit next year hopefully yeah it was briefly nice mm, that you yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. of think that games could happen and that seems to have been rolled back on the run up to uh, Christmas any plans I had have been uh, put in the bin yeah. fingers crossed for next year hopefully but, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's me excellent I mean GW mentioned it I think sort of just after Armies on Parade this year, but they're sort of st- stating 2000 and 
2022 i can't remember years uh 2022 as a sort of year of armies on parade is that the kind of thing that either of you two have thought about getting on board with gonna be brutally honest no i paint far too slowly (laughs) and then (laughs) i paint so slowly that just finishing my troops that just the, the thought of like all of that shame pile and being like i think i'll spend six weeks making a nice scenic board for them to stand on seems like absolutely criminal use of my time uh even for a wastrel like me, who who enjoys nothing better than wasting his own time, uh, that's that's a bridge too far. But if I could do, I'd love to do one one day. But that'd be a long way away, I think, for me. I've definitely thought about it. Um, I've thought about it for a while now. Like I've, I've had an idea for a Slaves to Darkness Armies on Parade um, for AOS that I would like to do because I've got the old um, Warhammer Fortress kicking mm. about somewhere in my parents' garage. Uh, nice. like, it'd be cool to just paint that up and then like have just create a, a diorama of a, of a siege of a bunch of chaos yeah. knights riding towards cool. the gate or something. Um, but also, yeah, I'd, <clears throat> one of my, one of my things that I've, as from a kid I've wanted to do, I've wanted to make like a 40k trench board, like just a network of trenches and emplacements and stuff. And that'd be quite cool to do a future death core. Seems like on. you got the perfect. But also, but, well, the biggest problem is that I, I don't like painting terrain, let alone building, like <laughs> building it. Like I'd, the idea of getting all this foam and cutting trench lines into it and stuff is just, oh, it just fills me with a cold dread. On the plus side, slap a load of astro granite, you know, sterling battlemire, bit dry brushed and tufts. Job done. Easy first place at the store. <laughs> You can just vape on it as well. Just just blow some vape smoke when you're in there showing it off for the photos. <laughs> <laughs> that would be thematically appropriate, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what's this oh. candy floss smell? No, no, no. It's the uh, it's the uh, virus, virus bomb. <laughs> yeah. They just they just smell that way. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing if you are uh, you you waver and end up. Uh, as your as your death court build up, whether you end up uh, biting the bullet and building yourself some trenches, so certainly a possibility. Sounds good. Well, I think that's pretty much a good coverage of your year in hobby. And um, where can people find you if they want to see more about your projects and see, uh, well, see if your future plans come to come to realization? JD, are you existing elsewhere? Are you on the internet anywhere or? Yeah, I'm on Instagram as um, jd.paints. And Rouge, are you locatable? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at the very easy to remember Twitter handle, B-I-M better known. All right, easy. Got that? Good. (laughs) Well, that's great. Thanks for joining me. It's good to hear your past activities and uh, your plans for the year ahead so on that note if you'd join me listeners in saying goodbye to jd and rouge goodbye bye everybody happy christmas See you later. Woo. Yeah. i hope you get lots of gw stuff but only if you've been good right so yes that was uh their thoughts for the year i think it was quite a good selection some great thoughts. Great thoughts. Great times. Great friends. That's it. The whole the whole spectrum now 
we've spoke to sort of I think on the majority of our podcast contributors certainly and had quite a nice range of things um it isn't quite a full 12 months of tiny plastic people i think it was end of january wasn't it that we put the first article up but we sort of at the same time can take this opportunity to draw a line under the tiny plastic people year because certainly we were talking about things in january before before stuff appeared in the wild um yeah technically I know when we actually started, and that was the end of 2018. We had the idea of it, and then we made a web- made a website, and then I accidentally deleted the website, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we left it for a bit. Incredible. And then we got it together eventually. Now it's so. our 11 month postiversary, and yeah, exactly. what better thing to celebrate at Christmas than that? Yeah, and you just better pray I don't delete it again. Because we actually that's, did stuff this time. That's yeah. true, yeah. We should start having an please, independent please, backup. James, please don't delete the website. <laughs> there is a backup. It's, it's a, fine. It's a lot of hours of reading. Uh, yes. Yes, lots of great content for you. So I highly suggest the reader or listener get to the website and read everything they can in case I do get too do clicky over the Christmas thing. Do yeah. it now. <laughs> Before do it's it now. too late. Before James has an old-fashioned and just presses erase. <laughs> it's always a risk. New year, new website is the... Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that'll be our tradition. New year, new website. Just nuke it at the end of every year. <laughs> this is a terrible tradition. I mean, I think we do have some plans for next year. Uh, maybe not sort of solidified plans, but we certainly want to do... Well, more of the same, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think there's some exciting things to look forward to. I think we're always keen to producing more pods as long as we've got things to say and people to say them right as long as games workshop doesn't stop their uh, content pipeline we won't stop having opinions about their content pipeline and if they do stop we'll find other things to talk about i can't <laughs> i can't really imagine that the sunday preview in two and a half months time is just going to be that's it we've run out content's done now We've completed Warhammer. We did the last Space Marine. Yeah, there was a limit apparently. That's all, all there were. I mean, we keep circling other games. Though I was started watching a uh, Silver Bayonet Let's Play last night. In in our in in my preferred chat with uh, Tom G and Joseph, Joseph was tempting me around with this Silver Bayonet thing, and now it's there. It's behind me. It's like a Christmas miracle. <laughs> How did this happen? Other than time passing. Time passing, yeah. Well, time passing and wills failing, which is it, oh, it failed that night. It like as soon as that podcast, as soon as we finished recording, I bought, picked up that book. I also picked up Rangers of Shadow Deep, so that's oh, what nice. I'm. I had a flick through the Silver Bayonet book and a look at a couple of the war bands that they've produced um, at the Warfare show when I went a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, like some pretty nice stuff. Yeah, what else have we got plans for next year? I think. It's fair to say we've learnt a lot as we've spent this year kind of doing things. So maybe just, you know, it's more of the same, but hopefully sort of smoother and and better. Yeah. Um, Slightly more. We we try to, uh, in the last few months, like increase the frequency of the podcast a little bit because we saw that people liked the podcast. So we thought, well, if people like things, we will keep doing it. So, yeah, and it it is actually quite hard work doing a podcast it turns out but thankfully 
the more we've gone on, the more editors we've brought on who can edit the podcast and the more uh, people who are interested in recording the podcast. And we do like to keep that rotating cast going. Like uh, like we've uh, uh, mulled on about before is that it's nice to have lots of voices for us because we don't think that that's a lot, what a lot of other hobby adjacent podcasts do. They often have just like two or three voices and that is entirely great for them. But we wanted to be a community podcast, and to be a community podcast, you have to have voices from the community. Yeah. So we, we're sticking with that, and maybe you'll hear more. We can tempt more people into giving up their voices and placing them into our audio uh, bins, and we will <laughs> remove the takes from their brains. Shaking them about. Yeah. It's a lot of takes fall out. Exactly. Yeah. At the same time, I think maybe we're looking at without anything being confirmed as of yet we're looking at the possibility of um maybe some more regular kind of columns on the website so that we can have some personality driven content of some kind maybe around someone's more niche interests um none of that's confirmed obviously and when i say personality driven content i don't mean that we're going to create warhammer alex jones (laughs) (laughs) Although that would get us the readers, but maybe not the readers which we're looking not for. Not the right ones. <laughs> so we wanted readers, but not like this. Any Anything for views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we... Yeah, lots more. more. More is the thing which we would like to keep doing. We're not going to stop doing the website. We're not going to stop podcasting. We're just going to try and keep doing those things as best we can. And I think that's that's a, a good thing. We're entirely community supported as well. And we'd like to keep it that way until it becomes unviable for us to do it that way. So things like that, like we'll keep putting out the podcast and the website for free as as much as we can. And without having a breakdown over doing those things, that's always good. So, <laughs> yeah, everyone knows the podcast is for having breakdowns about Warhammer on, not for having <laughs> breakdowns about having a podcast. That's yeah. for our other podcast where we meet <laughs> other podcast people about their Warhammer podcasts and how <laughs> those are actually quite stressful for you. And maybe, maybe I've got too many podcasts. Maybe I need to. Get rid of some of my podcasts and marry Kondo them out of my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there we go. Just attack myself on this end of year podcast. <laughs> Brutally wounded yeah. at the end of the year. That will, that I'm sure that will be all of January is basically our podcast of like, what do I do with all this stuff I now have? I've done yeah. a new year, new clean. Not new year, new army. It's new year, eject the army. And, so uh, you can buy a new army. So you can get a new army. Yeah. Yeah. We have to find room for these armies. That's a treat. I've yeah. subsequently, of the, I think talking about my hobby plans at the end of my section of the pod, I, I've come up with a new and stupider hobby plan, which I want to run in parallel to the existing so stupid ideas that I already had. So, uh, oh, mm. that's a little treat for you then. It is. It, 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 I, I don't want to spoil it because I would like to silently quit and not do it, but I don't think I will. I got it halfway <laughs> through it and then silently quit. But don't it is. Manifest uh, it by talking to anyone about it. Yeah. Uh, or start, talk to so many things. people about it that you have to do it. 
because that's how I get into silly large projects. Yeah. It's, well, this is guaranteed silly because it involves elves from space and we kind of know that GW have a load of new elves from space on the go. So doing things involving current and old elves from space is you know, guaranteeing myself to be disappointed when the new ones come out and they're amazing and I just have to bin this entire half-done project. Well, you can't have any elves from space until you've finished your elves from space. So that's the rule. That's the rule. So that will be my uh, my breakdown breakdown podcast for the year will be me crying about elves maybe that should be our predictions in january is like what project is going to give us a breakdown and why and how and what form that will take i can answer that immediately which is upsetting (laughs) oh i know what mine is but it's it's even more of a breakdown if it lasts by january because i've got a secret santa to finish and ideally that should be this week so if it's if it's in january and it's still causing me a breakdown then uh it's, it's a double bonus it's breakdown yeah. stacked upon breakdown because it's now late and stressful well i'm still awaiting my secret santa so now i've got my eyes on you drew oh yeah it's accused from the future or from yeah. the past wherever this lands we'll see won't we anyway shall we yeah dredge the sleigh up from the harbour park it and then find a ship to put where we were trying to park i'm really really unhappy with how you've forced that broken segue into being an unavoidable part of this frankly i'm quite pleased with myself (laughs) of course you are i can see your smug face (laughs) okay so thanks sincerely for all of the the listening and the reading that you, the listener slash reader, have done this year. Um, it's really nice to know that the effort that we've put in and that our contributors have put in is appreciated. Um, and, you know, gives us that warm feeling inside, makes us feel like it's worth doing. Um, just beyond it being somewhere to dump all of our opinions. <laughs> so, yeah, genuinely, thank you. I hope you continue to listen and enjoy the content that we produce next year um, and in the short run please have a safe and enjoyable Christmas, winter break festive period uh, and we'll see you next year for more of the same so thank you Drew and thank you everyone yes. Yeah. thank you James, Merry Christmas everyone ho 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 Merry Christmas and, um, yes, heartfelt thank yous. Yeah. Now, if you'd just like to take your seat here in the slightly soggy sleigh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll be off. On Dasher, on Dancer. Oh, no, there, they're gone. <laughs>
I have a very good story about killing Santa, but it's very not pod safe. So 